prepare to be terrified. Lawford County Productions presents the unlisted owner director's cut. Featuring nine minutes of never-before-seen footage. Out now via Amazon Streaming and coming soon to Blu-ray and DVD. You've been warned. This episode of the Nerd Up Podcast made possible in part by Eagle Theater. Visit them online at eagletheater.net and by Classic Hits WTYE. Listen online at WTYEFM.com and made possible by proud supporters just like you. Now, come on, baby, tell me who's the nerd. Nerd up, y'all. It's time for the Nerd Up Podcast, and here's your pod host, Guilty Wilson. Nerd Up! Welcome to another episode of the Nerd Up Podcast. I'm your host, Guilty Wilson, alongside... Tony Collins. And again, we're not alongside, we're across we're from We're across from. Although we're closer adjacent to... Adjacent to. <laughs> yeah, adjacent to. Uh, yeah, but we're getting closer. I'm getting closer, I think. Uh, maybe we'll be alongside in the... Uh, um, uh, when we go to the Eagle Theater right. on November 6th, and we're here to talk about that today. Yeah, we still haven't quite figured out where we're going to be set up in the lobby. Kelsa hasn't, has yet to tell us. I like that big where we couch. Can, yeah, where we can be set up so that we're out of her way. Yeah. See, I'll put a big X on the floor for you right okay. here. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here, you get this one little spot. <laughs> this corner. You can Enjoy. <laughs> well, Gil's got his heart set on the big red couch back there. The big I mean, red couch and the coffee table. There's and, room there. I mean, yeah. there's outlets. There's um, a couch. There's end tables. You can get crypto oh. cozy there. Well, there oh, we yeah. go. Oh, yeah. I was eyeballing it during uh, uh, before before we went in to see Dune. So, yeah. So, uh, this uh, special episode of the Nerd Up Podcast, we're going to be talking about a special event we got coming up November 6th at the Eagle Theater in Robinson, Illinois, uh, one of the, the many great Eagle Theaters. And uh, there's uh, Streeter and Clinton are the other two, but the Robinson one's the best. Absolutely. <laughs> See? Obviously. I shouldn't say that as regional manager, but yes, <laughs> it's my yes, favorite. Yes, you should. Yes, you should. <laughs> but uh, uh, so we got with us there uh, Kelsa. Uh, she's going to be, we've talked to her before, and she just goes by Kelsa, just like Cher. Exactly. I'm gonna, i got to be able to see her. The screen is blocking my view of Kelsa. You don't so. watch the ambiance. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Kelsa, where's that voice coming from? <laughs> the disembodied voice from across the room. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, we got Kelsa coming in, and she's going to be talking with us again. She's been on the podcast before. Also, as part of this uh, huge event we got going on, uh, uh, writer, director, actor, just film extraordinaire guy, Jed Bryan. He's here. Jed, how you doing? Doing great. Doing right. great. Happy to be back on the Nerd Up podcast, which was actually the first podcast I ever was oh. on. So, yeah. Oh, so we... All right. Now, Gil, you've been... Uh, you've worked with Jed Bryan in the past, haven't you? you? Have you heard about that? I've heard. I've heard <laughs> that you've done some productions with Jed. As a matter of fact, this event coming up, you're going to probably see me in a couple of these productions or something, maybe, or something. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we got a huge event coming up November 6th. Uh, we, you know, people, Halloween, everybody's getting all the ghosts and goblins out of their system. Well, we said the week after, you still need another week of it. So we're going to have a double feature horror, and it's actually kind of a triple feature, but it's a film short before the first film, which is the new unlisted owner director's cut, which just came out on Amazon. But instead of seeing it on Amazon, come to Robinson, Illinois, and see it in the theater and get the full experience. Please do. <laughs> and I think you're going to get a lot more out of it. And uh, the director's cut's got a whole bunch of new stuff. Stuff. And uh, when then also we're going to show after that a film that uh, Jed, 
you're you're friends with the guy that uh, did this other film, uh, Kevin. What's his last name again? Kevin Lockhart. Lockhart. Okay, Kevin Lockhart. <clears throat> it's uh, some people may be familiar with the lead actor Sid Haig. I think he's been in a couple movies before. Yeah, he's been in a few. Yeah, I mean, some of them were scary. <laughs> so uh, Sid Haig gets a high on the hog, which I've been wanting to see this ever since I saw the trailer. I don't remember where I saw the trailer. It must have been at like a horror con somewhere or something. I don't know. But I saw it, and I'm like, I've got to see that. And then I come to find out that was like uh, Sid Haig's last movie he did. It was one of the, the last ones yeah. Sid did, yeah. So it's, uh, <clears throat> it's pretty cool. Um, Kevin, uh, he wrote and produced this. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm real excited. I'm really honored. Kevin's a good friend of mine. So I'm, I'm real excited to have him come down and be able to show his uh, work of art to everybody. See, I, I'm looking at this whole weekend or that, or the, that weekend, November 6th. We're looking at it as being a, kind of a grindhouse type feel because, uh, I mean, a horror movie and then the, the – I don't know. I've been trying to tell people it's kind of like a cross between Deliverance and House of a Thousand Corpses, maybe. I with, think that's with maybe a little uh, Cheech and Chong up in yeah. smoke. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of Cheech and Chong <laughs> stuff in there. So yeah. pack it tight. <laughs> uh, right. But uh, yeah, so we're going to be showing this, and Kelsa has uh, you know uh, got the theater that she's going to be putting this together. So here's what happened. <laughs> yeah, here's what happened. <laughs> Tony here's and I were sitting there. We're sitting there talking. He goes, "You know, it'd be nice if we had we could have another showing of Jed's uh, movie, maybe a new one." And and uh, maybe even make it a double feature with a, another one. I'm like, or maybe another director, because, you know, we know other independent directors. And then, so, Jed, would you be interested? And Jed, oh, yeah, and my friend Kevin got this movie, High on the Hog. Oh, I've been wanting to see it. Okay. And then we say, Kelsa, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kelsa, how can we complicate your life? Yeah, on the weekend of Eternals. Thank you. <laughs> right, yeah. As no, if there fine. isn't anything going on in October and November. Well, and then, so then, just to complicate my life even more, I get a call from the high school. They say, hey, can you come to the holiday market that morning? too oh, and, and yeah. sell some stuff like oh my god so we are gonna be uh <laughs> you're gonna be busy a long day but yeah. it'll be fun well the evening will be fun we're gonna start out uh, around six or six thirty i forget the exact time six thirty okay with the uh, recording of the podcast there in the studios we'll be interviewing jed and uh, kevin and anyone else so and uh i guess you could say some actors are going to be there Huh. Yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> so, yeah, so basically, let's start, start talking about, first of all, the night's going to be started out with the Nerd Up podcast live recording. If you want to watch a live recording, that's cool. If not, that's not going to bother us because you can go in and eat popcorn and watch other movies, too. But at 8 o'clock, Jed's film starts, but you're going to start out with a short. Correct. Let's talk about this short. I mean... I know all about it, but <laughs> quit rolling your eyes, Tony. The microphone's making it up. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we don't have eye contact right now. You'd see some more. <laughs> so, uh, so Jed, talk about this uh, short, uh, the whole process behind it's a, It's a weird concept, not the movie, but the idea behind it. Let's go ahead and talk about this. Yeah. Um, so uh, there's, a, um, there's a horror digital trading card app, which digital trading cards are very popular right now, and it's called Terror Cards. And uh, the uh, the guy who runs it, uh, his name's Previn Wong, he uh, reached out to me about doing a short film and making it a NFT, which is basically a token that is backed by cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. So uh, he said, I have an, an idea to make a horror short film and have it backed with crypto making okay. it its own token so we um so i already had this script actually written for trick not treat and i was actually planning on maybe filming it 
that later in 2021 and i said well you know i have this script what do you think of it and he says it sounds great so uh we got the funding for it and uh we got uh gil t wilson to play the lead <laughs> christine jones that to play the, the other lead and then uh, adam guard actually plays our evil trick-or-treater and then uh grayson pinkston actually plays our uh uh, candy candy corn monster spirit thing. Yeah, that, yeah. So, <laughs> but it's uh, about a five minute long uh, short film. But uh, right now, you can go on the Atomic Hub app and actually buy it for your digital wallet. Uh-huh. And uh, I think it's uh, in. They have there's different ones you can get. You can get it for like a dollar, which is just the film itself. You can buy it for five dollars, and it comes with a terror card of mm-hmm. Guilty Wilson oh, or yes. Christine Jones and actually has cryptocurrency behind it so that's another thing that you can add to your digital wallet. So it's a really cool thing but this is one of the first ever horror films specifically made for an NFT. So not only are you, are you buying a great horror film but you're investing in your future correct if you can understand cryptocurrency yeah. <laughs> that's the key yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's it it was so. funny because when it first uh, was released as the you know and everybody, everybody had the link on how to get the, or where to get the cryptocurrency to fund this and every, or you know to back it or however it is to get the movie uh i a lot of people were confused and i was looking at them like okay okay i can't figure out how do i invest and then i, I said i don't understand nfts and like everybody i talked to says i don't think anybody does so just invest. That's yeah. all. Don't don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the way I understand it is you look at the movie like a dollar bill. A dollar bill is backed by four quarters. So let's just say the movie's backed by four crypto tokens. Okay. And say I buy something off of you that's one, worth one dollar. And instead of giving you a dollar, I give you my movie, mm. and it goes to your digital wallet, and that counts as a dollar. Oh. So that's the way I kind of break it down in my head. It may not be 100% accurate, but that's the way I kind of help. It makes it simpler for me to understand. <laughs> I was going to say, you got the rest of us a hell of a lot closer to understanding <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, so I, mean, so I think that's I think that's how I understand it. But it's it's insane right now. There's some there's pieces of art that are going for millions of dollars mm-hmm. that are, you know, NFTs. So to be one of the first ever horror films is, you know, a great honor to be able to be a part of that and i can't thank tarot cards enough for uh asking me to be able to be a part of it it's a it's a first and that's what makes it really cool but it's also uh and it's going to be there forever almost at least as long as cryptocurrency i mean i was talking about this whenever you first approached me with what what, what you're going to do uh you i said well yeah the band weezer did that with their last album mm-hmm. and uh going onto the site it's like wax or something what is it wax i think it's a, uh, atomic wax atomic wax, something like that and yeah i went on there and yeah weezer's album is still on there for you can still do the nft through weezer but although their prices are way high now yeah i, I could imagine yeah <laughs> so. it, and it, it's just kind of cool because you know the price you know it fluctuates with uh-huh. the value of the currency so yep. i mean you could be a dollar today and then you know tomorrow it could be you know who knows yep. or it could, i mean it could go the other direction i can well, retire but, so yeah. <laughs> on crypto let's hope for bitcoin numbers right <laughs> right, well, right yeah and i'm gonna have to ask you to do me a favor and quit involving gill in these productions <laughs> if if his imdb page grows anymore we're not going to be able to get him in the studio well we he's got- in here the other day going uh i just i just happened to be cruising around imdb and hey look at my page hey, wait till you get things like oh I, I was talking to my agent earlier yeah, yeah. wait till you get to that point yeah. he's, he's trying to get that star meter to go up exactly yeah sure well no i actually no i got lost in it i was like trying to find more information to talk about uh, kevin lockhart and and what all he's done and uh, i just kind of accidentally got onto my page like how many degrees from (laughs) kevin bacon am i yeah exactly that was my big thing so actually that's a thing you can play on imdb yeah Yeah, so how many degrees are you do you know uh what are you i think i'm 
two degree. Let's see, I'm, I'm, I'm in a film with Malcolm McDowell, yeah. and I think he's in some, or Gary Busey. I can't remember. Somebody I'm in a film with is in a film with Kevin Bacon. Well, that's Gil like and that. I, I'm excited because. He's doing the guilty name drop thing, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> because of our relationship with you, we're now. Uh, a few degrees of separation from Rob Zombie. Yeah, yeah. Because you know the guy who's directing the movie was Sid Haig. Sid yeah. Haig's been in movies with Rob Zombie. And, Bam. And, uh, and I was actually in a film with Malcolm who's in Rob Zombie movies. So. Yeah, so there, there you go. go. So we're like one, yeah. yeah. You know I what, mean, forget just, Gavin Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk Rob Zombie. We've talked before, knowing Jed just makes us cooler. It does, it really <laughs> does. makes us feel cooler anyway. <laughs> that sounds more accurate. <laughs> now, uh, with that being an NFT, is that ever going to be available like on Blu-ray or anything like that? Um, or is it... I don't know. Like we're me and me and Previn have talked about maybe possibly doing some festival runs with it, okay. or, and just kind of just you know who knows what will happen with it. I mean, okay. I, I'm hoping we can. Hopefully, this one will go over well enough to where we can maybe do it, uh, maybe do more, and uh, just kind of see what happens. But I mean, this is a this is something that's really new. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially whenever you're one of the first ever, right? You know. And it's just it's just kind of crazy, it's kind of uncharted territory. Well, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Well, like I said, the the band Weezer did it with their their last album, and that, I mean that's been going for about a year now. And when I first heard them, I'm like, what is this silliness? And looking at their their numbers now, it's like, oh, that's not silly anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so there's yeah. some good stuff here. Yeah, if you can imagine buying a CD and the value of it can go up, right? You know? Right, I mean, exactly. So this will be interesting. Yeah. So trick not treat. Uh, we're not going to give you any it's a it's it's any spoilers on it, but I will tell you that uh, this awesome guy is in it. <laughs> Right, the spirit. Very <laughs> cool. Yes, very cool. Yeah, Adam Guard really did. Anyway, <laughs> no. Uh, anyway, it's a, these guys. These, this couple goes get away from. Uh, um, you know, they, they hate Halloween, and so they go to get away from trick or treaters in a cabin in the woods. <laughs> so first of all, I'm thinking, Jed. I think that's every horror movie, <laughs> but no, this one gets even scarier. And uh, it's so funny because uh, back when my son was like three, four years old, we had one of those little couches you know for kids you know and it folds out into a little mat for a bed well they made him and his sister made a little movie where he gets swallowed by the couch mm -hmm. i'm watching this movie uh that there's a point where my character dies and gets swallowed in the couch i'm like hey <laughs> you brought i've seen that circle. scene <laughs> spoilers spoilers yeah <laughs> uh, well you know uh but anyway so all right so that's going to be the first Look, thing shown if anybody goes into a horror flake and thinks the main characters aren't gonna die <laughs> That's kind of on you. They've never seen horror <laughs> They've flicks. never seen horror flicks before. <laughs> yeah. At least the majority of the main characters aren't going to make it through any horror movie. Right. Hey, but look at it, though. I mean. Yeah, well, that's uh, true. Good point. Uh-oh. <laughs> Turning the horror. I'm going to see your next film where you, nobody dies. But it's still a horror. Well, people died in it. <laughs> well, I could give you a rundown. You could record my day here at the station. It's a horror film. But everybody lives. <laughs> so, uh, now, okay. We, so We die a little inside. but <laughs> <laughs> So, then, uh, uh after that, you're going to show your new director's cut, which right now is streaming on Amazon. It's on Amazon. But you got to pay it, pay for it. you got to pay for it. It's also streaming <laughs> on the POV Horror uh, uh. app, which if people oh, aren't yeah. familiar with POV Horror, it's a streaming service that is dedicated to found footage films or okay. documentaries or stuff like that. So uh, we're it's also on that. And uh, it's also going to be coming out on DVD, Blu-ray, and... I'm happy to announce VHS. <laughs> no way. Oh, Dead serious. We are, we are currently working on a VHS release. Not VHS my... is coming back. People are collecting them. I've heard it. So Yeah, I've seen it happen. Uh, we're currently in talks with doing a VHS release of the unlisted owner director's cut. So that means it would be on 
basically, it's going to be shown. I mean, it's let's see, it's been shown every possible way: drive-in, in a movie theater, streaming, <laughs> DVD, Blu-ray. So the only thing it's lacking is Laserdisc. So <laughs> okay, we, we're we working on that one. Well, yeah, and the drive-in was at the Eagle Theater here. That's in correct. Robinson. That's correct. Now, Kelsa, uh, when we approach you saying that, hey, we'd like to show a Jed Bryan film, what was your initial response to that? For the drive-in or this? Or for this one. For this one. Okay, that was actually the biggest movie we had at the drive-in all through COVID. So, of course, yes, from the financial perspective, of course, let's do it. <laughs> now, that was kind of cool because uh, during COVID, you know, a lot of theaters couldn't do anything. Well, Kelsa and the gang at, at Eagle Theater, they came up with ideas to make, you know, make it work so that they stayed in business. Yeah. And one of the things is they put a, a, a covering over the marquee and projected films and people drove in in the parking lot. It was a great deal. And you're absolutely right. I, I love that night. I mean, I was one of the first. I got in there and got my, my position. And then, uh, I think about, you were in like spot A1, like yeah, right exactly, there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, right there, the, the first one. And uh, uh, when, uh, about halfway through uh, the movie, I turned around, and I'm like, Oh, there's a lot of people here. <laughs> so yeah, okay. well, I was once we got through all the you know setup and stuff. I was like, well, I want to go watch it. I need to see like what's like. What's, there's a lot of people here. Let's watch this. I had to go find someone I already knew to sit with because I couldn't park my car. <laughs> there wasn't room. So I mean, that tells you how how much fun we had that night. So basically, say in a Jed Bryan film, you you weren't scared to do this. Then. No, okay. why not? Any plus, you know, we're an independent theater. If we can show independent films, I mean, yeah, that's what we're here for. It's not always blockbusters. Like, yeah, they're fun, but you know, we're not AMC. We can pivot nicely yeah. to try to do different things. We've got a smaller market, and we like to keep that small town feel with it. So that's what Tony and I always talk about whenever we mention a movie. Is like, gosh, it was so great to see it at Eagle because, I mean. You, you know everybody, for one right. thing. Everybody, yeah. you know. And when you go up for that refill of popcorn, which eight or ten times for me. <laughs> you got you know. your beard. <laughs> oh, do I still? <laughs> or again? Uh, At least we got the free refills. <laughs> it's the free refills. Uh, you know, you go up there and you're, you're, you know people. And, and, well, for me, it's like they already got a bag waiting. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, again, it's, it's the hometown feel. And, 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 and I don't know. I haven't been to the other Eagle Theaters, but I'm just sure that they're run the same way. And yeah. uh, whenever we approached you with this, I'm like, if not, we'll find a way to convince Kelsa to do this. Oh, yeah. And it took all of, what, five seconds yeah. via text? Yeah, I'm well, like, okay, wait, the logistics are kind of funky. But beyond that, I'm like, okay, yeah, I agree. Whatever we need to do, we'll get it. Yeah, yeah that's. I, I walked in here and Gil and I first started talking about it. I go, hey, Jed's got that director's cut, right? Well, we need to do some sort of screening or something, maybe do a podcast. And Gil said, well, let me text Jed. Then Jed's like, yeah. Then I take, I'm texting you at the same time. And then everybody said, yeah. And Gil and I are going, well, crap. Now we actually have to figure out how to do this thing. How are we going to do this? Now we, yeah. That's what I do with movies. It's like, yeah, I'll do it. Like when Rocky asked me to do, you know, 1031, the trailer, I'm like, yeah, I can. I got this one Radio Tower Road. How am I going to do this? <laughs> I got, well, got to win? <laughs> yeah. Always say you have something about it later. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. That's, you know, absolutely. We very much are a group that likes to jump out of the airplane and build the parachute on the way down, aren't we? <laughs> it's like, okay, I think, I think I can do this. I know a guy that's a TJ. <laughs> I know radio station peoples. So, and yeah, we still got blood marks. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so let's talk about the, the second film. Or actually, before the second film starts, now, I... I know you are. Is Kevin going to be involved with the Q and A thing? Yeah, yeah, okay. I think, yeah. I, t I talked to Kevin a little bit. Uh, I think it was yesterday, and he should. Yeah, he said he should be good to go for it. So, well, I uh, was really looking forward. So to So there it. you go. You have uh, you have a little short 
a horror short, a horror movie, and then there's Q&A with the director, writer, producer, uh, maybe even an actor or two might be there. <laughs> I don't know why you keep looking at me when you say actor. I'm not I'm, I'm afraid you're going to throw something at me. <laughs> I'm a voiceover guy. I've done some voiceover stuff, but that's about it. Well, you did a voiceover in the, uh, the uh, Radio Tower Road. Uh-huh. So. He's trying to spark your next passion. Uh, project, yeah, I you am. Know? Again, agree now and figure it out later. Yeah, Actually, he's, yeah. Just, he's just trying to remind me that he's an actor. <laughs> no, an really, actor. I'm just looking to duck in case he's throwing something at me. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so the second film we're going to be showing, so the Q&A, so you get to meet the people. Also, well, I guess you guys are going to have merchandise to sell yeah. uh, there, T-shirts, uh, DVDs, whatever. Yeah, I, yeah I think Kevin will have more than, than I do because we're still, we phased out the original and we're trying to, like I said, get the DVDs and Blu-rays for the director's cut because mm-hmm. I don't have, I'm completely out of the uh, original cut oh. now. So if, you, if anyone wants a, a copy of the original cut, I think the only thing you can get it on is DVD and that's on makeflix.com and there might be a couple of Blu-ray left on Amazon but uh, like I said, we're working on the transition over to the uh, the director's cut for the physical now. Ah. So Okay, so the event Eventually, that'll be available, but this time around, uh, your merchandise, his merchandise. So also, I mean, they're going to be there. Let's say, for example, you bought a, a DVD of, of, of High on the Hog, if he's going to be selling them there. Uh, he could sign that. Yeah, he's yeah. there. Yeah. So yeah, Kevin wrote and produced High on the Hog. It's his baby, and it's a, it is a wild ride. Yes, for it any, is for well, anyone. Let's, let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> what you have you seen it? Oh yeah, I got it. Yeah. Okay, and what, what what do you? Well, first of all, describe the movie as best you can. <clears throat> so uh, High on the Hog is basically about this farmer who has a family farm, and they you know they grow crops, they have <laughs> livestock, and they also grow marijuana Woo! and uh basically uh, it's about this guy basically defending his livelihood from uh an evil cop played by joe estevez and uh, there's a girl that tries to get in on the inside as um a girl that works on the farm for sid or is kind of there to help out and mm-hmm. stuff so it's a very interesting movie it's grindhouse oh, yeah. to to a t there's actually some stop animation in it what uh, really yes okay. so uh, there's some there's some pretty cool Cool uh, scenes and shots, and uh, it's it's a very well made film. I'm I'm very proud of what uh, Kevin was able to accomplish with it. I know um, he had some trials, just like I did with my first film, but uh, but the end result ended up being a very cool film altogether. I mean, you had me at Sid Haig, and that's all yeah. it took. But yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it has Sid Haig in it, who uh, people might know as Captain Spaulding, yes, from uh, <laughs> Devil's Rejects, House of a Thousand Corpses, Three from Hell. Yep. And not to be confused with Captain Spaulding from the Marx Brothers, but uh, <laughs> um, two very different characters. <laughs> two very different characters. But um, and then, but it's kind of crazy because Rob Zombie names a lot of his characters from Marx Brothers because Otis Driftwood is the name of Groucho Marx's character in I think it's Night at the Opera, I believe. Really? Yeah. So if you look that up, it's kind of a little kind of cool stuff. So there's a lot of and that's fame. what the Nerd Up podcast is all about. You learn something yeah. every day. Well, yeah. I think I think Rob Zombie in the interviews has talked about he's just a huge fan of yeah. older cinema yeah. and that's why he names yeah. his characters those yeah. as kind of an homage to those older yeah. cinema things he grew up uh, watching. Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy because like, you know, I was watching Night Thought, I mean, I'm a I'm a huge classic, you know, cinema fan. I love noir films. I love, you know, anything and everything black and white. You know, right now I'm doing like a deep dive into Peter Lorre films and uh, but I put in Night at the Opera the other night and I'm like 
Otis Driftwood. Wait a second here. And then I'm like, <laughs> okay, this makes sense now. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. So uh, but back to High on the Hog. You know, Sid Haig's in it, and then uh, you also got Joe Estevez, who um, a lot of people uh, might know as he's actually Martin Sheen's brother, yeah. Charlie Sheen's uncle, Emilio Estevez's uncle, Emilio. <laughs> yeah. When when Gil mentioned his name being in it, I went, oh, good grief. They're they're like. The Hemsworths and yeah. the Baldwins. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. There are more than we actually know that are, yeah. are in the business. Yeah. Yeah. He's in it. And then uh, Robert Tazar. That, yeah. That's the and, one. I was and, he, and he's been, and I think this is one of his last films as well. Is that right? So, yeah. And I mean, he's, you know. He, I think he plays the mayor of the town, but yeah, it's a like I said, it's it's a very fun film. Uh, it's going to be an awesome night. I'm I'm really excited about it. I mean, it's not every day that you know a film that you made is going to be playing in a double feature with a film that has you know Sid Haig in it, which yeah. Devil's Rejects was a film that ins- was one of the films that kind of inspired me to start making movies. So it's just kind of cool to you know have a movie playing like that and it's just it's kind of a cool experience i'm real excited about it we kind of glossed over but i want to uh, point out robert zadar or Dazar, i forget I anyway uh yeah he you see him in films you're like oh that's that guy he's got a very square face yes. square jaw you know very distinct character yeah and uh when i saw he was in this i'm like wow they got all the b-movie yeah. guys this is yeah. cool yeah everyone but dick miller you know? yeah <laughs> maybe that's the future so uh now going back to you kelsa you hear the that uh grindhouse type movie and you say and you still said yes well yeah <laughs> why not no our, plenty she, of kids she did yeah <laughs> right. she did ask she said now what time of day are we going to show these? Yeah, I was like, just like in a, case. It's like a noon thing at 9 p.m. What are we looking at here? Gil and I both went, well, High on the Hog is definitely an R. We need to show it later at night kind of movie. Yeah, very gently put. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> definitely an R. Yeah. And you know what? Hey, that's what makes it a good grindhouse movie. Yeah, we got movie. plenty of kids' movies. Let's do something else. Yeah, right. that's right. And especially this time of year, kids' movies are like out like crazy. Oh, my God, yeah. Or will be soon, anyway. Yeah, November, December. It's all yeah. about the kids. Yep. So, yeah, it's about time to treat the adults right. <laughs> so well, now, and and something like this, this uh, you know, creature double feature kind of thing, I think is something that a lot of us grew up oh, yeah. watching on TV. You know, the, mm-hmm. uh, particularly when it comes to these B movies on TBS or whatever being hosted by Elvira and <laughs> stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. so the idea of being involved in something like that, at least for me, was just kind of cool. Yeah, you know, and if we could have come up with uh, a character. To host this would have been even better. Captain yeah, you guys Radio. don't know that, but we, I was thinking Captain Radio, but <laughs> you guys don't know this, but we tried, we were looking at like uh, Sven Gulli, uh, Sammy Terry, yeah. we were looking at those to try to come in and uh, host it, but because I'm a friends with a friend of Sven Gulli, uh, we also know, ha, uh, I also have a friend that's a friend with the son of Sammy Terry. Yeah, yeah he does it now. But this time of year, they're busy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah late October tends to be a busy time for those characters. Yeah, so. So we, I, we cool. tried and we were going to say, Oh, by the way, this is going to happen too. Gosh, <laughs> I've been yeah, basically, I, I think it would. Basically, been. I just come up with ideas yeah. because Gil knows people; he does stuff. Yeah. I know no one; I do nothing. <laughs> so I, I count on Gil to try to make me a little cooler. So, <laughs> well, well, maybe we can make it happen on the next one. Yeah, yeah. we'll, yeah, we'll work on that because that'd, be uh, cool. that'd be really cool. I, I think uh, uh, Rich should come down from Chicago if Rich happens to be listening. That's Finn Gooley uh, if he happens to listen. So. Well, I was hoping we could get uh, the Count from uh, Las Vegas. He does. Uh, oh yeah, builds cars. He used to be uh, uh, 
that type of show. He had a, a character. That's why they call him the Count. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, there's a lot. That's the thing. I miss those or gr- uh, double features. We used to sneak into drive-ins. Oh wait, I mean, we used to pay to get into drive-ins. <laughs> hey, if it's a drive-in, I'm... okay, all right, good. <laughs> We're not direct competitors. Maybe during COVID, but you know. <laughs> well, yeah, we used to go to these just to see those creature double features. Just to you know, it's like uh, you know, you get in there and you, and you see one good horror film, and then you see like probably most of the time it was a the second one was like eh it's all right it's a horror film i'll get it but uh i I never could understand why they wouldn't show the best one last but that might have been my personal taste but uh, (laughs) but maybe kids had to get home or something i don't know but uh, yeah i used to love going to those double features now kelsey is this the first time that you guys have done something like this at the theater um we did something it wasn't a horror movie. I'm trying to I don't remember the name of it, which is awful. Um this is gonna come off so bad because it was a family <laughs> member too. Oh. Um <laughs> I don't even know how we're related either. This is awful. Um he was in a movie, it was like some sort of like historic fiction type of thing. Um I believe his name on IMDB is Dietrich Gray. I know him as David, so it throws me <laughs> off. Um, but we had him and a couple of people from the movie come, and we did a Q&A with them okay. uh, one evening. But it definitely wasn't, you know, a horror night uh, type of thing. It was more just like, hey, we know someone in a movie. This is cool. They're related. They'll they'll feel obligated to come say yes to this. <laughs> uh, so it was a little bit different, but it's probably the, the closest thing that we've done. Okay. Well, that's okay. We did basically the same thing to you when Gil and I came up with this. We started texting you going, we know her. She'll feel obligated to allow let us do this. That was out of his mouth exactly, I think. I mean, yeah, it works. I don't think Kelsey will say no. It'll be fine. No, never. Well, now, uh, as from the business side of things, I mean, I'm looking at, you know, two really fun horror films or, I don't know, I'm having a hard time calling High on the Hog horror. It's definitely... uh, well, the grindhouse. But it's more the, of like an action. Yeah, horror. yeah, yeah. There we go. It's a grindhouse. Action yeah. horror indie flick kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, it's like it's like unlisted owner is a drama horror, found, a found footage drama horror. So I mean, there's a lot of drama elements. in No, it. at the end of that movie, movie. I, you scare. I yeah. we, I peed my pants <laughs> it, at the end of your it, movie. It's it's drama, <laughs> and then it's got horror. So you got horror, <laughs> drama, horror. Do you go. have Do you have drop claws to put on the seats? Apparently, Gil's <laughs> well, going to pee so himself. They're pleather now, so we've got the new seats. They're easier to clean. I will say. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I'm over it now. I saw it the just, first time I saw it. You know. This double feature is brought to you by Depends. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sell them for an extra fee up front. <laughs> yeah. So with uh, you know uh, with the with the double double horror films, uh, yeah. How do you think on the business side? How do you think this is going to do in a community like ours? I think you know just from even like talking to you guys too. A lot of people are more interested in in the more indie type horror movies anyway. You know, the, there's not a lot that are put out as new releases in October um, as far as horror goes, or if they do, people don't really like them that much. They don't hmm. do well at the box office. Hmm. But then you get kind of like cult classics yes. um, that people, you know, latch onto and do. And, and they're from indie movies like this. Um, so I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, it's something different. We definitely didn't have a whole lot of horror going on in October. Yeah. Um, so before everyone The only one I could think of was Halloween Kills that came out. That's really about it. Huh. But like before you get your Christmas tree, that was, let's have a little more. Yeah. More right. of that. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think Halloween's also just picking up and people enjoying it a lot more. Um, 
before getting too much Christmas lately. <laughs> well, <laughs> you got it. In my uh, world. I mean, Christmas scares the crap out of me. So, uh, all right. So that's not what she said in Trick Not Treat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Acting. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. I watched that short probably seven times this morning. Really? So, um, uh, at the theater. Yeah, we were test running it with the Blu-ray, and uh, it it just loops. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, Brent got it set up to just loop automatically while he was checking all the things, uh-huh. and I was like. I can't hear the audio, but I can see it over and over and over. <laughs> so I'll have to watch it with audio next time. That, that, yeah. that helps. I, I, trust me. Yeah. It's a little confusing. Especially but... if I'm in it. Yeah. <laughs> you, need to, you need to combat so, that visual. Basically what she said, she spent her whole morning watching you die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, all right. Just over and over and over. And her smile got bigger. I was going to Like, don't threaten me with a good time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, call me again. <laughs> you just died again. Yeah, as I'm texting you watching you die, I'm like, this is great. <laughs> So now, all right. So it's gonna. We th- we know it's gonna be fun because we're gonna have fun with it. Uh, I know pretty much half the cast and crew from Trick Not Treat probably gonna be there because uh, they want to see their faces on the big sc- or see their uh, action, their words, their uh, well, then, works. You know, the it. credits were coming up too, and I've seen a lot of familiar names. So uh-huh. uh, that was kind of fun too. Yeah, that, and that's the thing. It's, uh, that one uh, was filled just. Filmed down in uh, Lawrence County, uh, it was, Wabash County. Is it Wabash County? Yeah. Okay, yeah, Mesa Lake. Okay, and uh, so there's a lot of local people involved. In fact, most of the time you do films, Jet, you involve yeah. local people. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> it, well, it's you know, it's one of them things. Like when you're indie and you're on a shoestring budget, you, <laughs> you say, hey, if you want to be in a movie, you know, send me an audition, and you know, whoever you know fits the role that we have, you know. I mean, that's that's who gets the role, and that's one of those things. You know, that's the worst. Probably the worst part about being a filmmaker is uh, doing the auditions and having to oh, choose, you and you're just going back and forth. I mean, there's been a couple of times where people submitted for roles, and you're like, man, between these two, it's just you know, you could flip a coin, and either one would work, but you know, one has to be able to get the gig, and you just gotta you gotta really nitpick to see which one, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's you know if someone you worked with before, or you know, distance they are, or you know, you know, you just gotta try to figure out, you know, and sometimes it's it's really hard. So that's the one part that's like the hardest part. Well, plus, not only that, but. You- you're going to let somebody down. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, you don't want to – because, you know, I've been in that situation where I've, you know, auditioned for roles mm-hmm. in different films and haven't gotten it. And, I mean, I've been blessed. I've gotten several roles in different films, and but, I'm you know, I've also been turned down. And, you know, it's not a, it's not a great feeling. It's right. like, man, what, what could I have done differently to have gotten it? But, you know, at the same time, you know, whenever you're on the other side, it kind of helps you realize, well, you know, it's not that you're bad. It's, you know, it's more so that, you know, it's just somewhat – like. Like in their vision, this person did it better or, you know, is more so something they worked with them before or something that kind of gave them the edge or something. So, Well, actually what it was, Tony, I called Tails. You mean rock, paper, scissors out next time. <laughs> I thought about that. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, uh, what, I mean, as an independent filmmaker, I mean, again, you're on that shoestring budget. You've got... Uh, uh, you know, actors that you know, or people that you can find, or people that know people, but the director of cinematography—that's a different story. That's a person that has to have an eye. Yes, you know. And so far, working with you on a couple of films, you've had director of photography Derek Huey. Mm-hmm. That guy's phenomenal. <laughs> Derek, Derek does a great job. He has a very great, like, an awesome eye. And me and him, I mean, we just bond and we work mm-hmm. so well together. Like mm-hmm. it's. 
you know, I mean, we're efficient, I feel like, um, you know, every once in a while we'll have like some hiccups here or there, but we fight through them and, you know, Derek, you know, like if something goes wrong, Derek, Hey, okay. I know what to do to make this work. And, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, any direction I give Derek and tell him kind of what the shot I want, you know, he gets it set up and, you know, it looks magical. I mean, the, uh, in trick, not treat, there's a, a shot where the uh, camera without spoiling a bunch there's a shot where the camera goes behind the TV yeah. and uh, how I had it in my mind it's exactly how it came out when we filmed it and it's just you know it's you know one of my it's probably my favorite shot one of my favorite shots it's between that and the drone shot for Radio Tower Road those are the two uh, shots uh, that are yeah. the are the hardest I mean those are the, my like my favorite shots I just I just love them so much because those are the two shots like when I had them when I was writing the scripts I'm like okay this is how I want it to be, and then it just, bam. Well, I, I remember, uh, well, for the drone shot, too. Uh, you and Derek working together. I remember the, specifically the TV one right now. Uh, you, you said, well, here's what I want to happen, and you described it, and, and Derek goes, oh, yeah, and just sets up yeah. and, like, filmed it in, like, I mean, one take, almost. Yeah. I, I think we might have done two to be safe. I think yeah. you guys always do the two to be safe thing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, because, I mean, there's sometimes where you're like, oh, man, that was just out of focus just a little bit, but, you know, we did it the second time. Okay, we set, you know, it was a good safety. So I'm I'm getting ready to watch Mrs. Claus, which Derek uh, worked on. Yes, <laughs> it's another movie. It's available. I think it's on Amazon as well. I think it it's, might be. I can't remember if it's on Tubi or not. My, there's there's yeah. a bunch of there's a bunch of films. A lot of indie films are going to Tubi. Ah, so that's a, hey, I remember that. <clears throat> yeah, there's a lot of good J.R. Bookwalter films on Tubi too. Shout uh, out Jr. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, working with people that you that. You know how to work with. You know can do the job. That makes that makes it so much easier. And looking at the final product, I think that's going to be great. Now, have you seen the director's cut, Kelsey, yet of uh, no. Unlisted? Because you saw the movie Unlisted Owner last year. I saw like the last two thirds. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> What's the best part? Once she was able to find a spot. Yeah, it took a while. I had to walk out to the end of the parking lot. She's like I had to go to Subway. <laughs> yeah, basically, I had to take as far as I could get the no the transfer. Subway in New York and get. <laughs> <laughs> it was a journey. Well, yeah. And so now you'll see the director's cut which is actually you know probably and and i gotta ask why did you want to do a, di- a director's cut jed <laughs> well uh my uh my old i had my distribution deal with my uh, my old distributor was up and uh, i was just trying to find uh you know and a good place for it to go next and uh pov horror that takes care of just found footage films and that's what their you know their whole thing is they said you know we would love to have the film it's already been released would you be okay with doing uh, a director's cut with maybe some added stuff to it so i'm like okay let's, <laughs> let's see what we can do so and i and like i said you know i know you know we, we started we filmed this thing and it's been 10 years yeah. since we started filming this thing. We wrapped it in 20 we started filming in 2011. We showed it for the first time in 2013. Mm-hmm. So it's been 10 years. So I mean, I've I've changed a little bit in my yeah, appearance. Yeah, Jed had a body double. <laughs> I did have a body double. But it, it's just, you know, I mean, the people who were in it, I mean, they a lot of them don't live around here anymore. Mm. So it's just, you know, and everyone changes in 10 years. A little so bit. it's like, you know, you're trying to figure out, okay, what can you do? So, uh, so we did, uh, we did a few, we, I think we added nine minutes to the film, which they were happy with. We were happy with it. And I think it really kind of actually made it a better film. Okay. And that's why we're phasing out the old. And this is going to be the one that, you know, is going to be out there. Cause and I'm very proud of how it turned out. Uh, because, you know, I th- feel like the new beginning sequence really sets up the film, sets the tone. Mm-hmm. And then we, the stuff we added sprinkled in the middle, I think it, it really helps it. All right. Well, I'm guessing since you had to 
really think about it and be diligent, it, it came, I would assume, probably came off a little bit better than, yeah. oh, yeah, we've got 10 or 15 minutes worth of stock footage that we yeah. have left over. We can just shove <laughs> no, in the we, middle somewhere. We, we, had, but, we had nothing. Like, we, <laughs> like uh, so with Unlisted Owner, it was my first feature and only feature right now. But anyways, <laughs> um, <clears throat> when I wrote the script, you know, it was only like 30-some pages. But um, so when we, we, sh- we filmed everything – and uh, it ended up being like 50 minutes. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I at least need this thing to be over an hour. <laughs> so we had a road trip sequence that I said road trip if needed in the script. So I went through and I figured out this road trip sequence. So I wrote it, we filmed it, and then we showed it. And they ended up being like 60-some minutes. So then we showed it at the Fortnightly Club as a focus group showing. We passed out surveys. We had, I think we had 220 people, 110 each night, which is insane. And um, people said they wanted uh, to see the, the original family in the film. <clears throat> so we um, so we sh- shot that and added that in there, and then that ended up being the uh, final that we went out and did. But, yeah, it was we used basically i think there was one shot that we didn't use and it's because it just didn't you know i filmed it and it just didn't work in the movie so whenever he was like a director's cut ad stuff and i'm like okay <laughs> what I got can, nothing. What can I do? What, another moment of say yes, figure it out later. Well, and you know, another yeah. thing is, is like the the filming location, the house. I mean, we don't have access to it anymore. I mean, there's people living in it, and it's <laughs> it's deteriorated compared to when we filmed it. I mean, it's in a lot rougher shape than whenever we uh, you know filmed. So it's like. You, know, you mean like, they moved into a house where people were killed? Uh, family five was murdered. <laughs> but, uh, but, I mean, like, you know, this, this, there's this beautiful – in the film, you'll see this beautiful statue at the bottom of the stairway. It's gone. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like, you know, the house doesn't even – It becomes a continuity nightmare. Yeah, yeah it's like <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't – a lot of stuff doesn't look the same. It, I mean, and like I said, you're talking 10 years. Right. So, but – and it's and that's the probably the most amazing part is this film, you know, when I started 10 years ago, I would have never dreamed – I'd be still shooting stuff for it in 2021. Like, You're right. <laughs> now, like, like go. This is this is your this is your clerks. I, I guess. Call, 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 call Doc Brown. We'll go back <laughs> back to 2011. And be like Jed in 2021. You're going to be still working. You're going to still be working on this. Well, luckily you got other projects going along the side too. So, uh, well, I don't know yeah. about luckily because. I think you may have overbooked yourself a couple times here oh, this it's past been, summer. It's been, I mean, when I started 2021, the only thing I had on my plate was doing the Unlistened or Director's Cut. And somehow I ended up doing two different short films and acting in oh, three or four things, probably. <laughs> Plus writing all the stuff for uh, uh, ACM Official, the YouTube channel. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just... It's been nonstop. <laughs> and we're going to keep going yeah. by doing a film fest, which you have to be there to talk about. Yeah, we're doing about. a double yeah. feature. So <laughs> Now, uh, Kelsa, uh, I'm going to leave you for the uh, uh, the business side of things because, hey, that's what you do. Yeah. Uh, and not just enjoy movies. You have to handle the business. Uh, yeah. How can people I'm, – I'm sure yeah, they can buy I'll tickets. I'll tell you what. She was asking a lot of questions, and I went, <laughs> that's above my pay grade. You're going to have to talk to somebody else. I know. I was trying well, to track down who needed to well, ask the, the right questions. Are they going to want merch tables? What percentage of 
of the I'm going <laughs> Look, I came up with the stupid idea. That's on you guys. <laughs> Here. Yeah. Yeah, I had to get uh, with the film booker figure out the percentage for, you know, us versus, you know, Jed and everybody and and what we need to do logistically and how not to piss off studios, you know, basic stuff <laughs> like that. Little things like that. Yeah, we even got an email from uh, one of the, the your distributor guy yeah, or whatever yeah. is. Oh, from Buck. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. he's like, "Oh, great. We're bringing in people we don't even know exist in the film yeah. world." Yeah, so he's also working on being a distributor too. So just putting was, some connections there. For I think it was uh, when I got that email from Buck. I looked down. at Gill and went, "Well, shit just got real, dude." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we do have tickets available online right now. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to Eagle Theater's website, go to select the date, November sixth, and there's a poster graphic there, mm-hmm. um, and it's got a showtime for eight p.m. and it's. Indie horror double feature, I think is what we had to shorten it to, yeah. um, which was a whole other thing. But uh, <laughs> click on that showtime, and it should take you through, and it's $10 for both movies. That's you can awesome. come early to you know, be there for the podcast and things like that, mm-hmm. but that gets you admission to everything to do with the event. Yeah, and that, and they can just, and again, click on the time. I, I was sitting there for yeah. the longest time staring at the screen and like, where'd they take my money from? <laughs> yeah, there's no buy now button. <laughs> yeah. Just because there's so many options. So just click on the showtime and it'll take you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually don't have reserved seating for this one in particular. Oh. So that if you, you know, we figured this is one a bunch of groups are going to come to and you don't Probably. all buy at the same time necessarily. So we just took reserved seating out for this one event. Oh, okay. Make it a little easier for groups. So um, just show up. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, good. Show up, good, give good, me $10, good. you're good to go. Uh, yeah. That would have been the case anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll find another screen to show this in now. Yeah. Well, uh, so if, I don't know, how many seats are in that theater that we're going to be showing this yeah, in? I had to ask me that. Um, <laughs> since we got the new seats, I don't have it's, it memorized. It's roughly so. some little hey, Oh, yeah, that may yeah, <laughs> uh, I want to say like about 130. Okay, okay. Somewhere good. around there. So there's it's a chance for us to make about a million dollars. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. Oh, my God. In tips. Just put a tip jar out. It's fine. Oh my god! Give me some big, <laughs> big tips. So, yeah. and I think I mean ten dollars for two movies. Okay. Gil's apparently awesome. an actor. Math, not his strong suit. <laughs> no, that's why we just put it in front of the camera, not, yeah. not behind. It's not. If his... it's not in the script, I don't know it. It's a good thing you're pretty. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> but that's not true. Uh, so, all right. So we're gonna all hang out uh, that day. I mean, you're gonna go and sell stuff during the morning or the high school. <laughs> yeah. So we'll be we'll be out at the holiday fest um, doing a bunch of stuff. But then when we get back, get through some of Eternals and then. They'll be focusing on you guys, so yeah. we just have a lot going on. Just one of the biggest blockbuster events uh, in feeling, movies, and Jed wants to have his I show. I have a feeling that Saturday I may spend a great deal of the day at Eagle Theater. I was thinking that, too. Because yeah, I'm thinking the Eternals. The... Yes. I need to watch that yes. and just stick around for the podcast. Yeah. And... You're going to have popcorn for lunch and dinner. It's fun. Yeah. You know, yeah. the free refills will help you have all day. Absolutely. There you go. And we were talking about that the other day. Plus, fact, you we'll... got coffees and teas and all that good stuff. Yeah. And... Yeah. Hook you up. We got pretzels and nachos for you some more sustenance. There we go. <laughs> well, we are talking... I forget who who the person was, but we're Tony and I were there to see Dune. We're waiting on yeah. a friend to arrive, and we're sitting in there waiting and just kind of noshing some popcorn. And we're both talking like, God, why is it this is so good? Why, what makes movie pop? And so we asked one of the girls that worked there, yeah, and she yeah. goes, "Because we put love in it." <laughs> yeah. so I didn't Did realize. She have pink hair? No, no, she's oh, brunette. I was to think. They're all wearing masks. Yeah, I know. But I'm trying to think. They're all a little sassy. And and I didn't realize love is what y'all call your cocaine. Yeah, I mean that has to be what you're sprinkling on the popcorn. It's the special yellow cocaine. Yeah. No, it is coconut oil, and then um, the salt is called Flavicol. 
Um, mm. So it, it is special popcorn mm. sauce. It sounds very chemically. And very I was going to say, that so sounds like something from Wally, doesn't I think, it? <laughs> I think they've rebranded it to something more like Sunglow or something. But, you know, over 17 years, I'm not going to change it. It's Flavacol to me. Right. Um, but yeah, we, we do put a little extra love in it. Flavacol sounds like something you need a 12 stack program to get over. So, you know. Hey, it is, it is cocaine, you know. Uh-huh. I can see it. I can see it. Well, yeah, and we love it every single time. So. <laughs> see, we got you hooked. That's the only reason we go to the movies. I, I don't care what's showing. Yeah, my cardiologist. <laughs> just isn't thrilled about it but you know because i don't have enough salt on the popcorn unless by the time i'm done my lips have kind of receded a little bit it's like it's like almost eating a whole bag of alum yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. well and then the other aspect of it is that when you get down to the bottom of the bag and you just dump it i I do this anyway maybe you guys don't you dump it into your mouth and you get all the salt come down oh yeah no that's that's why i have the eagle bucket oh okay the bucket's easier to dump oh yeah and it's great for like any butter stuff it all like sits in the bottom Mm -hmm. and you can Mix it in with your next stash you put in there. Yeah, uh-huh. That's about the time when I bring the bag now. My wife's staring at me. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like, what are you doing? My wife has moved two seats you, over so she can't. You are embarrassed. Yes. <laughs> hey, more people do it than it seems like. You just never see anyone else do it while you're there, but well, I've seen it many times. Right. It's dark. They can't see. Well, and then the, I, I get funny looks. and Well, even Tony gave me a funny look when I dumped a box of milk duds into my popcorn. I mean, oh, my dad does that. Well, that's good. No, see, mine is um, the popcorn, and the, I don't like things touching. So the the popcorn by itself, and then peanut M and M separate. Huh? But then you gotta do a bite, but like in the same time they can't in your mouth. Touch, but they can go. In yeah. The, okay. Once they're in your mouth, it's fine. But out here, no, because then you have to. I don't know. On my hands, I don't like it. Okay. It's a thing. But yeah. So all right, there was a little glimpse into Kelsey's world. <laughs> it gets weird. All right. Yeah. After 17 years of it, you know, you you get a method. You my stay. my wife does the same thing with uh, peanut M and M's or the Reese's pieces. Oh. And the Reese's, open the bag, put it in the cup holder, uh-huh. popcorn, bite of popcorn, yes. bite of peanut M&M's or whatever. <laughs> yes, I got one side to drink, one side's the candy, popcorn's in the middle. You got to get a system. Uh-huh. My wife's cookie no bites. Yeah. I'm just like, give me a Coke and a popcorn. Right. I'm set. Simple. I'm set. Oh, you're one of the simple guys. I don't know. <laughs> like, you know, credits, you know, the, the, they just get through the previews and she goes, you ate the whole bag? Free refill. Free refill. Exactly. I'll yeah. be right back. I'll be right back. You know? I never make The it only problem, previews. Previews. Yeah, right. the only time I've ever bumped up against free refills is, uh, you know, when it's a movie that's three, two and a half, three hours long. Yeah. That refill comes back to get you a little bit. <laughs> well, of course, you you do the uh, subscription bucket. I forget the yeah. yearly bucket. Yeah, the annual bucket. Uh-huh. Which we have our 2022 buckets now. Uh, which yeah, you so need we to get one. We, uh, we got we got the word on that. Yeah. Like, hmm. we got the sales pitch when we were there. To, <laughs> are they cardboard? Are they plastic? They're plastic. They're plastic. Hey, oh wow! Um, you take them back. It may be up. a little late to ask, but are they dishwasher safe? <laughs> You know, I haven't tried. Asking I will, we haven't had them long enough for me I to find I will say out. that the 2020 bucket. Oh, no, that... the 2020 was awful. I We had to get a new distributor for our buckets um, because they quit making them because they were actually beer buckets, uh, what we used to buy, those big oh, hard yeah. plastic ones. And so this year we went with a, a different one. It's a bigger size bucket, but it is round again with a handle, so it's nice. <laughs> um, but we haven't had them long enough for me to try. I, I want to <laughs> say yes, but maybe top. Top rack. There's a picture. Oh, Top rack. Wow. Awesome. So now, it's actually decent. They hold a this lot oh, cool. of popcorn. And here's the thing, uh, with with the with the the bucket that I found is not only do you get a lot, but it makes a great hat for later on when you're walking out of the theater. No I, well, and I just Free responded to, to yeah. somebody on Facebook. She had asked, we did um, in 2021 with COVID and everything, we didn't have a chance to do anything normal. <laughs> so we got stickers. 
um, instead of whole new buckets, and we offered them at a, a lower rate. And we're not doing that again this year no. now that we've got a little bit back to normal. Yeah. Um, and she asked if she, you know, oh, I don't need another bucket. I said, well, people have told me they make great trash cans for your car. <laughs> Several people <laughs> no. tell me that. No. Well, well the old ex- ones. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can yeah. see that. You don't need a twenty dollars trash can for your car, but <laughs> you'll you know, see once it in my car, dumping that out real quick. Hey, can you feel this? <laughs> don't mind the cigarette wrappers. <laughs> yeah. Some people put like Walmart bags in them. They're like, I don't want to get it dirty. I have a section. I have a section of cabinet at home that is nothing Dedicated. but Eagle Theater buckets. <laughs> Whether it was the annual bucket or I think we've got a Groot that... Oh, you, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you, you know, you got... Did you get was, the whole canned? I don't think I've got the whole can. Oh. I got the Spider-Man head. The Chewbacca head. The Chewbacca head is weird and creepy. Well, there is just something like weird it. about eating popcorn out of the head of one of your favorite characters. Wait, we're going zombie like theme eating their brains. It's yeah. It's like Indiana Jones. You know, they bring the monkey. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I feel like. With... Yeah. It's like, is Joe get... and I at the Eagle Theater? What's going on? Yeah. We try to get promo buckets to keep it fun, but yeah. then you do end up with a collection, I will say. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I got a collection of the, the metal ones. I think, uh, from I, think I've got one of the metal Avengers buckets. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think it was a metal. Did you get the Star Wars one? No. That was a huge bucket. Really? Mm. We only got 40 of those. They, like, could not keep those in stock, so we only had one box. Well, and I'm guessing you probably made a dollar from each one of those buckets, right? Love you, Disney. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I feel bad saying the markup on that one. Um, So we don't buy them directly from uh, Disney for that one. Oh, okay. It's through, like... RCM well, vision something I don't know. No, if a person comes up and wants to buy a bucket, what is the price of these buckets? So the annual buckets for 2022 are twenty-two dollars, keeping with the ah, theme. Okay. Um, but we are not increasing the price of the refills at all. So it's staying that three fifty fill up for the next basically fifteen months if you buy it now. Mm-hmm. Um, and these things are huge. <laughs> yeah, they're one hundred and seventy ounces, which is bigger ah. than our large popcorn. Ah, so. Okay. Woo. I see. I mean, it's a great investment. I just see Tony every time we go in there. He's got his big old bucket. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I got this little bitty sack. I'm like. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, you I try just to, need to upgrade. I guess I, I try to remember to bring my bucket every time. <laughs> it's uh, it ha- I have put it in the dishwasher. It comes out looking a little worse for wear. And then I shove it back in yeah. the cabinet and put other things in it to reshape it so that exactly. by the next time I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, just put it on the top shelf of the dishwasher. It's probably fine. But, I mean, all this going in it is popcorn again, honestly. So After I pull it out, it out of the well. dishwasher and it's all deformed, my wife says, was that dishwasher safe? I don't know. It's, it's fine. <laughs> It'll still hold popcorn. Like, was that microwave safe? <laughs> yeah. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I'm not going to talk about the hole in the bucket. But anyway, uh, let's... <laughs> uh, you know, it's from the, the dishwasher. Popcorn leaks. Yeah, exactly, yeah, from, from the dishwasher. dishwasher. Now I know where it comes from. Right. Um, <laughs> so, you got all right. the large tub of corn. <laughs> <laughs> And so, all right, so uh, well, well, let's like get back sh- on subject. I like to share my popcorn with my wife. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> uh, so November 6th, a huge November event, 6th. Eagle Theater, come on down, uh, and uh, you, you, you're going to see not only the great Nerd Up podcast being recorded live, we'll maybe even feature some people that walk by and say, hey, you want to be on the podcast? But we're going to talk to Jed again, and we'll talk to Kevin, and we might talk to Kelsey again. I mean, we talk to her she'll all the around. time anyway. Yeah, <laughs> she'll, she'll, be, be she'll be there. So we're going to you know, make a whole new podcast out of that event and then two great movies with a movie short before q a with director writer producer actors whatever else comes along yeah i think even the guy that swept the floor at the cabin is going to be there so. all right that was me too <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that's true well, welcome to being an welcome to being an independent filmmaker yeah you wear a lot of hats even the ones you don't really like trash taker outer <laughs> bed however maker. Uh, and and eagle theater has an amazing range of snacks and concessions oh. they do not have rotisserie chicken so Jed, you should <laughs> 
you were safe. Ooh, you should boy. be fine. Ooh, boy. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that, maybe I'm going to bring some. You go to bring some rotisserie chicken. Just yeah, for I mean, Jen. back porch is right there. We can, oh, we can we see what is. they got over there. Yeah. Well, actually, I think I'd take back porch over the rotisserie chicken Jed had. I would, I would take anything. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's a great evening. Of, I mean, it's going to start, like I said, we're going to officially start around 6, uh, 8 till... 8.40 or 9.45? be about like six hours of yeah. good fun. Yeah. I mean, if you stay for everything, which you should. Well, yeah, yeah. definitely so. I mean, I'm definitely staying and, for the second movie because that's that's one I want to see. Right, and for yeah. 10 bucks, I mean, you can't beat it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, really. And plus you get to meet the director, yeah. writer. Plus producer. you get to meet Guilty Wilson, star yeah. of a number of Jed Bryan films. Yeah, yeah just look at my IMDb page. <laughs> yeah, <start for laughs> Guilty Wilson. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. It's really good. But no, I, I, the reason I want to see High on the Hog is because when it came out... Uh, or not when it came out, but when I, I saw the trailer for it, Sid Haig had just passed away. I'm like, oh, I got to see that. When it's never, it was never. It's an independent film. It's not really at a theater, so that's like that one I've seen Unlisted Owner a few times. Uh, only wet my pants on one. That's good. <laughs> so, but uh, and the trick not treat. This is the first time it's going to be publicly screened. Yeah, I guess it's yeah, a, yeah. Actually, yeah, because it's. I mean, right now you can if you go to. I think it's uh, Wax. I can't. I can't remember. <laughs> you, you'll have the links, but anyways, uh, it, 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 yeah. <laughs> if you go to the, I think it's Wax Atomic Hub, and uh, look for it on there. That uh, you know, you can watch it on there and buy it. But yeah, this is the first time it's going to be, you know, actually like in a, you know, on a big screen. So and for the public to see. So I'm, I'm very excited about it. I'm very, I'm very proud of how it turned out. So we had a. Gil's great pretty excited there. about seeing himself. <laughs> On the big screen. I don't know. I'm not. I'm, I'm not good in HD. We, we, uh, we, we filmed. Let's see. We started filming at like it was like 7:30, and we wrapped at 6 a.m. Yes. And get, the first person out of there was Gil. Gil was, I, was, I will tell you. Uh, he said, "You can go." Okay. Gil's one complaint about the whole process, the whole production. Let's hear it. Was the angle that you chose to shoot some of his scenes from? Because well. you shot from low and up. Which there it, was one I was thinking. I didn't about know I had twenty chins. With your glasses, I think. With uh, I think Brent said he was surprised they didn't break your glasses every time they grabbed. Yeah, yeah. That shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was surprised I still had them on, but uh, I guess continuity. Yeah. But uh, yeah, well, that right there, the Gil scene. Comes I did goes, not know I had fifteen chins. Yeah, I didn't know I had so many damn chins. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, Gil. Uh, Gil came and in his wardrobe, and he had the sock hat on, and. It was about after about take two with our lights <laughs> yes. on. I mean, it was like he was sweating. I'm like, okay, we need to every take. You need to dab. <laughs> yeah. you need to dab to get that. Well, we filmed a Halloween. Stop sweat. You're screwing up my continuity. <laughs> yeah. we, we had a Halloween, so that's you know cold Halloween October, right? We filmed it in August. It's hot. It's like it's like man. Would he take a shower in between going yeah. back and forth? What's going on here? And uh, at first, I wanted to film it in tank top. I mean, yeah. but. <laughs> He said no. <laughs> we all thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. We can only handle so much on the big screen. Right. And I, I got to tell you, that was, uh, I, I'm, no matter what, every time you do a film, Jed, and you and you say, hey, Gil, will you help out? I'm like, I'll come sweep floors. <laughs> you know, there's that's, that's so much fun on the set with you guys. I mean, you and Derek, the working together, uh, creative side. I mean, you see the, I mean, you guys get serious when you need to get serious. But in the behind the, behind the scenes, it's like, we're all, 
enjoying the crap out of this. And every single person that works on these films with you has said the same thing. They just, yeah, this Jed's working. Heck yeah, I'll do it. Well, it's fun. Not a lot of filmmakers would have been okay with just some random schmo coming and hanging out <laughs> on the film set for the better part of a day. Yeah, I got lucky. But when uh, Jed was here filming at the radio station, I'm like, oh, hey, yeah. can, I, can, I come, can I come hang out? And Jed's like, yeah, I don't care. And, uh, yeah. So I, you know, there was a time or two where he went, hey, we need you to stand back there because you're screwing up the shot. Or can you go in the other room and close the door? <laughs> yeah. Well, I know there's one point there. I was speaking of peeing pants. Uh, Tony almost peed oh, his God. pants during the filming of uh, Radio Tower Road. I thought you died. <laughs> Friggin' zombies chasing you down the hallway and you slammed the studio door and it Oh, in my head, what I pictured was Gil tried to open this door, tripped, fell, and slammed his head into the counter here. So for half a heartbeat, I thought, but nobody else was reacting. So I'm going, oh, okay. It's, just, it's, it's, fine. Like, it's like he hasn't called cut yet. <laughs> yeah. Let's wait till he quits breathing. <laughs> yeah. This is great. Look at the blood. This is going to be awesome. It's so realistic. Yeah. Look at that bone sticking out of there. So get close up on that. Yeah. We'll call the ambulance later. Hold on. Right. got to get the shot. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's so much fun. And, and you can see that in your in your final works and, and everything that I've seen you do, uh, Trick Not Treat, uh, Radio Tower Road, uh, Unlisted Owner. I, I don't have time to go through your whole. Oh, man. <laughs> like, yeah, his, I mean, his everything. IMDb is bigger than yours. I know. Right? <laughs> I'm working on that. <laughs> it's getting it's getting a little big. For yeah. the longest time, it was just Unlisted Owner. And it was like, I was like everything. It's like, you know, electrical department. You know? It's like, <laughs> All this stuff, and then it's like now. So now, um, you know, it's gotten a gotten a little bit bigger. Little bit so. bigger. Yeah, and see, I've been I've been uh, cheating on Jed, been going to some other filmmakers. Saying, I know. Put You're me in your film, <laughs> trying to pad it out a little bit. <laughs> But uh, we'll see what happens with that. All right. So, uh, all right, guys, one final time. We're almost at the end of the podcast. Uh, I'm going to start with the round the table. Uh, Tony, any uh, final closing things, remarks, anything you got to say about this event? No, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Again, it started out as, uh, hey, wouldn't this be a neat thing to do? And then a couple of text messages later, and shit, now we have to figure out how to do this thing. <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a blast. And even up to today, recording, uh, they were testing out the the. Yeah. the, the, the yeah. What do you call that? Blu-ray? <laughs> projector? Projector, that's it. Yeah. Theater, Theater things. <laughs> Important things. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, Kelso, what about you? Anything uh, final about the whole event uh, experience and whether or not you like being on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's a hard maybe. After the um, microphones are over, she goes, by the way, guys, lose my number. <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah, just never again. Unfortunately, you know where I work. So, yeah. um, no, I mean, just support your local independent places independent movie theaters independent filmmakers that's your community and and that's what makes things fun so all right well, uh, once again i want to i'm going to uh, let people know eagletheater.net that's the website you can get all their theaters through there but click on the robinson one you'll see more about this event there and anything else going on and uh jed final words uh, anything I, I just want to tell everyone thanks so much for you know supporting me and my dream <laughs> it's just it's just crazy because you know i just started out just you know shooting a movie with some friends and then you know 10 years later we're you know we're still sh we got a director's cut i mean i've basically <laughs> done everything possible you can do with a movie with my first film which there's a lot of filmmakers i ask them and they're like i'm you know you'll never see my first film so the fact my first one you know has you know a fan base and it's yeah. still going you know, it's just, you know, it just blows my mind. And I'm just, you know, I'm so honored and blessed to have so many great people that have been supporting me. So, uh, but yeah, I'm excited to 
for everyone to come out and hang out with Kevin and show everyone high on the hog. It's going to be a great time, and uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So go get your tickets. And uh, one other, one other thing about the, his fan base, I got to point this out. We went to a, a con, a horror con. Uh, couple years ago now well no it was during covid wasn't 2020 it? yeah 2020 uh we went there and one of one guy has been a fan of unlisted owner ever since and the guy came up where, where did he drive down from chicago chicago just just and we're in louisville come down just to see jed and and that was the, that was the only thing he didn't care about the rest of the con he just wanted to see jed and meet him and and you know buy more merchandise and stuff that's flattering and terrifying and <laughs> wonderful and <laughs> well this guy's dedication and uh you know it's pretty good cool. i mean it's good to have people out there like that supporting you Absolutely. it's crazy to think about that you know like something you've been thinking about for so long and someone who cares so much to like think about it like, yeah. i can't imagine yeah for, it's just you know it, it blows my mind that you know people you know are a like whenever someone's a fan of your art, you know, yeah. it's just, you know, it's it's no better feeling, you know, yeah. like to, to know something that you made, especially whenever, you know, I made Unless Know with my, you know, some of my best friends. And it yeah. was like right before we all, you know, moved away and got families and stuff. So it was like, you know, our last hurrah is like, you know, a, a close net group is like on film and people all over the world can see it. Yep. It's just, you know, it's just a cool, cool little thing, you know. And there'll be a whole new audience this uh, November 6th in the yeah. audience to see the director's cut exclusive screening and exclusive screening of trick not treat and a really cool screening of high on the hog so it's going to be a great night of stuff come on down and uh again november 6th robinson illinois if you're if you're in the area it's just a quick drive no matter where i mean if you're in chicago what what's four hours exactly make the trip (laughs) yeah and then uh, if you're anywhere else in the world book a flight now (laughs) because you're going to want to come in and see this and uh we're just going to have a a blast and uh, at any time contact uh kelsa jed me or or uh, Tony on you know via various internet. I mean, even Tony's on the TikTok. So yeah, well, well I, you're a step ahead of me. TikTok, I don't make any TikToks. I am purely a viewer of TikToks. I am a voyeur a, of. I'm a voyeur of TikToks. Okay, well, you're, yeah. we're going to work on that. I get a lot of attitude from Gil every time I start a sentence with, "Oh, I saw on TikTok." <laughs> Hey, I, I I watch just because I work with a bunch of high schoolers, so uh, they, they keep me young. Yeah. That's what it is. My daughter says I need to start making TikToks, and I'm going, nah. nah. <laughs> well, nah. get with Jed. He can help you write yeah. up. November 6th, come see Tony's first TikTok. <laughs> oh, there, <laughs> you there you go. It's we'll it right after. I have to figure out which TikTok trend I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> the bikini try-ons are all the rage. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I just threw up my mouth a little bit. <laughs> All right, well, that's another episode of the Nerd Up Podcast, November 6th. Don't forget it. Head out there and have some fun. We're going to have a blast, and we're going to, again, hang out with people that just do cool things for a living, you know? And again, make us a little cooler because of it. We're a little cooler by proxy. A lot cooler, I think, (laughs) for me anyway. So, yeah, so as we say at the end of each and every episode, stay Stay nerdy. Prepare to be terrified. Lawford County Productions presents the Unlisted Owner Director's Cut. Featuring nine minutes of never-before-seen footage. Out now via Amazon Streaming. And coming soon to Blu-ray and DVD. You've been warned. You've been warned.